Welcome to Build a Drone Reviewer Podcast, Episode 46, Rotor Talk Live, DJI Mavic 3, DJI Mavic Air 2, and more. Got that coming up next. The other night on Rotor Talk Live, Marcus Crawford, Ron Braun, and I took a deep dive into looking at the possibilities regarding the DJI Mavic 3, the DJI Mavic Air 2, and the DJI Matrice 300 and more. Let's take let's listen to this broadcast in its entirety. Good evening. Welcome everyone to Rotor Talk Live Season 3, Episode 3. Mr. Ron Braun, how are you this evening? Doing well, Bill. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's chilly. It's cold here in at the Jersey Shore. We were, I don't think we got the freezing today. We had some wind, so it, it, it really felt cold. And uh, I'm, I'm dealing with a little bit of a head cold, but I'm doing better than uh, than most people anyways. And uh, but I did get up to some bad news this morning. I had uh, an email waiting for me on uh, the shipment status of my Xeno 2. But yeah, what good. did that email say? We all got uh, it. I think. Yeah, I think we all got the same email. Yeah, it basically it said that uh, nothing's going to be shipping out until after the end of the uh, Chinese New Year period, which uh, is going to last for, uh, it says it's going to start the 23rd and last for about 10 days. So um, I'm going to, I'm taking a wild guess now that, let's see, today's the 21st. You, you probably got a 50-50 chance at best of having your Zeno 2 February 21st. So on that note, I'm going to throw it over to my uh, partner in crime, Marcus Crawford. How are you tonight? Pretty good, Ron. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm just getting over that cold that it sounds like you're just getting started with. So uh, so I'm, I, I, I've had this cold for three weeks. It just changes a little bit every day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm finally feeling like a human being again. But uh, so today... I finally uh, got out my uh, camera and, and made a new video. Now, unfortunately, uh, we are we do not have flying weather here. It's been raining. Uh, temperature's not too bad in the 40s, but rain every day, so uh, difficult to, to get the drones out. But what I did do, and I know I'm behind on it because I was at CES and then kind of down with a cold, but uh, I, I finally did my update to that uh, uh, firmware uh, 0400 on the Mavic Mini. Uh, so I filmed the whole update process and, and walked through all the changes there. So hopefully I'll get that thing uh, edited and uh, get it published soon. And, and what's the highlights of that uh, firmware update? What does it bring to the Mavic uh, Mini that we didn't have before? Funny you should mention that. <laughs> I do Marcus have a piece of ready. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, the big one is unlocking GeoZones, right? The blue uh, GeoZones. And then they added uh, a feature to disable takeoff when GPS is weak and when you don't have good light. So, obviously, the drone would be in ADDIE mode then. And if you think about it, that makes sense for a drone like this because it's a, 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 a starter drone for a lot of people. Uh, and they may not know how to handle that if that happens. And then they also did the same thing if you are, if it needs a compass calibration uh, and you don't have decent light, it's not going to take off either. And it's going to prompt you to do a, a compass calibration and makes sense for exactly the same reasons. 
Now, they adjusted the flight altitude and distance in payload mode. Now, I did a lot of research, and I don't know if you guys know, and, and, and I'll bet you Lauren knows in the chat here, but I don't know what they changed it from what to what. I, I have no idea. Uh, but, you know, payload mode is when you have the uh, cages on there or something else attached to the drone. Uh, and then they add another one that I can't, I did some research and I couldn't figure out was they added a warning prompt for battery cycles. And I'll bet you Lauren knows what that one is too. And, but I, but I did some research and I couldn't, uh, couldn't figure that out, but they also reduced the noise during self-diagnostics and powered it powering up like, like it was noisy to begin with. I, I'm not sure. Uh, and then they uh, fixed an issue where linking was abnormal in some regions. So I presume there were places that they had problems linking the RC to the uh, to the bird. Uh, but yeah, other than that, and of course we had a couple of firmware, uh, or excuse me, uh, app updates. Uh, we're up to uh, 1.0.6 now on both iOS and Android. Uh, so those are the highlights, uh, Ron. Thank you for that, Marcus. I'm not sure whether I've done the firmware update yet. Bill, have you have you did the firmware update to your Mavic Mini? No, I have not. And, you know, I'm glad Marcus kind of enlightened all of us because um, it was a big mystery at first when they came out with it. What what all was what all was it entailing? Nobody really was talking about it at all. And I'm like, OK, why isn't anybody talking about it? Because it's been like the Mavic Mini bar all the drone talk from CES has been the most talked about drone the last couple of months. And why isn't anybody talking about the update? Well, I am glad Marcus enlightened us tonight. And I think that's going to be one of the things that's going to be on my agenda for tomorrow to do. Um, however, flying may be another issue because tomorrow here, it's going to be not so sunny Florida. We're going to have, we're going to wake up to frost tomorrow morning here. And is so eloquently put by my great friend on Twitter, Ken Dono, original Dobo, Florida, you're drunk. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's the best thing, best analogy that, that, that I've heard. Okay. Oh. And Ken always can nail it. And he nailed it right there. Big time. Okay. Um, some of the other things is I do have some updates on some things about CES. I know we're still, you know, it's CES was over a little bit ago, but um, I did get some more. We're probably a few months out from seeing the Evolve 2, okay? I did get some information on that today. Um, so stay tuned. Um, as soon as I do get more information on that, um, they still are taking pre-orders. However, it is going to still be a few months out. So kind of bear with them on this. I think, you know, they've done their homework, and I'm anxious to see, you know, when it gets in reviewers' hands, what it's going to look like. Bill, what is the cost of the pre-order? Um, the cost of the pre-order... I think it was, I'm trying to remember. A, I think it was $50, Ron. And, and if you did pre-order it, they were giving you a $159 extra battery for free. Nice. Now, Bill, is it true you can upgrade from the Evolve 1 if you have the Evolve 1? Yes. There's a program in place with X Dynamics to do that. You would probably have to contact them for details. I don't know what the, what the right. details are on that, but... Um, but it sounds like they got a lot of good things going on there with that pre-order, that battery, the the upgrade from the Evolve One. I mean, I like I like a lot of the sound of what's going on over there. Yeah, they're they've really done their homework this time around. I mean, they really really took to heart 
one, especially, you know, because it was tested by some great people. Billy had it. Um, Ken Dono had it. Uh, Captain Drone Steve had it. I know Ken Heron had it. And it was really put through put through his paces. And they really value the, the input that they got from those that tested them. And I know one thing I can tell you is this, is I know last year I talked to Ken and he said what really impressed him was he thinks they may have some of the best customer service ever because the um, the controller that he was sent and now, you know, this thing is like a almost $1,000 in and of itself. Um, it was defective. It wouldn't charge. Next thing you know, he had one next day air shipped to him. I mean, he was, I mean, it was obviously a test unit, but they got it out to him ASAP. No questions asked. Um, wow. Got, got that out to him. Oh, so, you know, yeah. That's they're, they're, actually, they, they probably rival GearBest in customer service. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, and by the way, you know, I want to, I want to share this with you. You know, uh, you know, we just talked about on the Xeno two, and this is kind of like, we're a, po we're doing a kind of like a little bit of uh, mixed bag of things here. And then we're going to get on to our big topics for the night. But what I, what I did with GearBest, and it was funny because I'd seen somebody post this afterwards. Um, they, there was something in there about in, for, being, for waiting patiently, if you decide to wait, um, you know, we'll give you extra points or something like that. So I, I, went, I went out and I asked him, I said, well, how about a battery in a case instead of points? And well, obviously I'm not going to hear back until after the Chinese New Year's over, but hey, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask, you know. That's the squeaky wheel, Bill. That's right. That's right. That's so right. if everybody that pre-ordered a Zeno 2 gets an extra battery in a case, it's build a drone review they can thank for that. That's right. And and we'll give you we'll give you the where you could send the money to his uh his fund. That's right. We're gonna well, you know what? And you know what? That's a good idea, Ron. You know what I think we're gonna do? I think we're gonna have have a fund and we're gonna raise enough money to buy a, a Zeno 2 and we'll give it away. I think we ought to do that. I think that, what do you think, Marcus? Uh, you know, you, huh. yeah, what, uh, it's probably not my cup of tea, Bill, but uh, yeah, we should, I'm just hey, being honest. Know, we, we can, we'll, we'll explore that. We'll explore it. Okay. Let me welcome some of the people here tonight. SCX Extra, um, SCS is here. Lauren's here tonight. Don's here. Uh, Josh is here. Tony Faz is here. Uh, Carmelo is here. Johnny Dronefire. Uh, Doc Murdoch. Um, let's see. Um, um, Demarco's here. Uh, who else have we got? Okay, I, I know. I know there are a lot of other. Stephen Ewing's here. Um, Hubson Choice is in. Oracle Miata and Brandon Rain. Okay. All right. Um, I think we covered a lot of a lot a lot of topics here already. Um, and you probably saw. Obviously, the title of tonight is, is DJI Mavic Three, um, DJI Mavic Air Two and more and one i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you right now this is what we're gonna hear is you know it was kind of a dry year last year for dji as far as drones were concerned um i think we're gonna see four or maybe five dji drones this year now that's not all consumer okay now the first thing that we're gonna start off with here and i'm gonna share my screen let me go ahead and bring this up now first thing i'm gonna start off with and this is gonna be dji's first entry in this year Let's go ahead and get that up. Okay. Um, DJI Matrice 300 specifications and Zenmuse H20 hybrid thermal camera. Now, this was reported to Drone DJ, Hey Kestaloo. And as if you're if you're not aware and you're not as familiar with uh, the Matrice series, okay, 
Um, these are probably most typically used. Um, law, this is very popular with like law enforcement, um, search and rescue. It's also popular for line inspections, industrial type of applications. But one, a couple of the things that, uh, and I'm gonna go ahead, there'll be a link to the article in this description. Now, um, one of the things that it did improve upon they were talking about is um, the, um, the, in terms of, let's go ahead and take a look here. I know, I know it's talked about it here. Um, okay, the battery and the waterproofing system, uh, they had some issues with that and they did definitely improve that. Um, there is, uh, definitely, um, I, it's IP 44 here. Um, they're talking about 50 minutes of flight time, uh, with a maximum payload. There's also a new cam a new thermal camera with it. And, um, all the specs are here. So, um, and obviously, you know, when you're talking about something like this, you're probably looking 20, 30, $30,000, kind of a, kind of a range. Um, as, as far as that's concerned, but I think this is a this is this is great. This is a step up from the 200 series. Uh, the 200 series had some issues, especially with the battery and getting wet, and they had some actually falling out of the sky. I know I I'd seen some articles about that. So um, th that's going to be that's going to be good for DJI because I think that's a good seller for them, and I think um, it's it's going it's going to do very well. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts about this? I'll let Marcus go first. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it sure is intriguing. You know, you know, you look at that fifty-minute flight time. I mean, that's a whole nother class of drones that uh, that that is honestly well beyond my experience. Uh, but you know, when you talk about payload and the and the things that they can uh, do with those things, it's it's fascinating stuff. I mean, Bill, those are uh, a drone like that is like a twenty thousand dollar drone, right, or more. Yeah, you're probably by the time you get that thermal camera and, and system on there, you're probably looking about thirty grand. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you, Bill. I, you know, I don't really follow the enterprise drone market, so I don't know how these specs compare to the old one because I, again, I, I just want to be brutally honest here. I I don't follow it that close. I mean, it sounds amazing. Uh, I, I'm sure if I was an enterprise, a 107 license pilot and made money enterprise i'm sure this would be right up my alley but uh you know as a consumer flyer it doesn't really i, I mean it, it I, I just don't pay much attention to it but um it looks impressive no it, uh, no that's that's good Ron. no i th i think it's it's worth it's worthy of note this is going to be apparently from what i'm hearing end of february is when this is going to be released so when there's more information i'm going to i'm going to put some put some information out there about this but um you know this is this is like i said this is a great drone for law enforcement first responders and industrial type applications um so stay tuned you know when we get some more information about that we're going to pass this on uh, can Mom, i we'll take a look one quick question before we move on, Bill, about the enterprise drones from DJI. Yes. Do they do they ship on time or are they late like the consumer drones to market? No, they are they're very much on time. That's okay. one thing that I can't say. So Marcus. Okay, thank you. Hey, hey Bill, I just wanted to point out Lauren's comment there about the uh, problem with that DB sixty battery is is not welcome on on aircraft. Right. That is very true. You have to see, and that's one of the problems with the Matrice series is being able to transport them on aircraft. And, and right now, you know, with the Matrice 200 series, you really can't. So it's like, it's, you know, getting them from point A to point B 
um, more often than not has to be by, you know, by ground, unfortunately, because yeah. the, and, and Stephen Ewing also had, I think a very pertinent comment there too. I'll let you read it. Okay. Ah, plus the deed related for your house. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah, Stephen. That was that, that was kind of spot on here. Bill, right, did we did we did we get many people in chat to have the Matrice uh, series of uh, drones? You know, that, that have them use them. You know, I've only seen it once. Um, I, I, well, actually, I've I've seen it a couple of times. Um, you know, once when I was down in Florida, drone supply, I got to see it, and and these drones are very impressive. I mean, you know, it's. And they're big. I mean, they're really big. They're, you know, when you look at the picture, I mean, it kind of looks a little deceiving, like it's the size of a Phantom 4. It's not. It's way bigger than a Phantom 4. I mean, these things, these things are, are very big. And there were a lot of industrial drones at CES. I mean, the crop dusting type drones. And, mm -hmm. and, and let me tell you, they're bigger than what you think. You see them in a picture, and it's one thing. When you see one of them in in real life, I mean, you know, uh, rotors that are probably a, a foot or a foot and a half uh, long, and then and then motors, you know, that big around, and and they're uh, they're definitely for carrying some cargo. Some of the ones that they had there at CES for crop dusting, I mean, they had big tanks underneath them for uh, uh, spraying uh, pesticides and fertilizer, etc. It's it's heavy duty stuff. And, and the cool thing about some of it, at least, and I'm not an expert by any means, but just the, some of the stuff that I saw at CES is you can automate so much of it. You know, they can, they can send them out there. They can actually look for weeds and spray individual weeds. And, and uh, it's amazing the stuff that they, that they can do with them. Yeah. You know, and, and we're going to get, we're going to get to the, the heart of the matter here. Um, in, in a second, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the, um, Mavic Air 2. Now, you know, this is probably going to be the next drone to come from DJI. All right. And, you know, and we'll, we'll actually, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Now, you know, Marcus, you had a Mavic Air, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, one of the things, you know, I, I'm going to talk about some of the pain points of the original Mavic Air first for, for we talk about the two. Number one is 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 it sounding like a freaking hornet's nest? Okay, I don't know anybody who doesn't say that it sounds like a hornet's nest, and you know it's just it's just loud. I mean, it's it's just in your face. Okay, that was probably the first thing. The second thing was the range of the Mavic Air. All right, now I did not experience, and a lot of people experience some connectivity issues with the Mavic Air. I know I did not, in my testing, I had it for two weeks, I did not experience any connectivity issues with the Mavic Air. How about you, Marcus? No, neither did I. But let me add that I don't think I ever really flew it that far of the people that were talking about connection issues. I, I, never, I never took it out that far. But it was an awesome piece of equipment. Took amazing video. Uh, the, the, it had the full... DJI bag of tricks, you know, all the automated flight modes, uh, et cetera. The only downside I could say about that drone was, was the noise. That was it. I, I love, I love the thing. And honestly, the only reason that I, that I sold it uh, was because the Mavic 2 came out. Okay. Uh, Bill, you know, wasn't that the first DJI drone to have a pass on it? Yes, that is it correct. Was. Ron. That's a, that's a very, that's a very good point. 
and that was, you know, that was unheard of at this point on a consumer drone. Um, you know, ha having having that type of a system on it, and actually watching the video. Now, when it premiered in January 2017, maybe I'm trying to trying to get the date right. I don't. I, it may have been 2018. Yeah, January 2018 when it appeared. Um, you know, I was mesmerized watching that video. I watched it several times over watching that. And when I had had a chance to test that out, um, I set up two garbage cans out, out, in the, out in the front and I flew straight towards one and it leapfrogged over one. And I was I flew to the other one and it went to the side on that one. And then it continued going. And that just blew my mind. I mean, it, it just was, you know, seeing how that system works and being able to test that and getting that was was incredible. And one of the things that I really also liked about it was the size, the portability factor of that. That was that that was incredible. That that really said a lot. And it also was DJI's first drone where they featured internal storage in there, eight gigabytes of internal storage. That's and true. If you, and if you remember, okay, um, and I posted a video because the original gentleman um, was asked to take his down, but he let he let me copy it and and repost it. Was um, they had actually the drone that he got on the in internal storage they had was recording and it was recording in the DJI factory. So it recorded about two or three minutes inside of one of the factories in Shenzhen where they were making the Mavic Air. So everybody was scrambling when they get their Mavic Airs to look on internal storage to see if there's anything in there. A lot of people did that at that point in time. So what can we expect from this new Mavic Air, the new Mavic Air 2? Um, I would say some of the things we're going to see a better camera, probably with an uh, umbrella processor, okay? Um, we're going to see probably 360-degree obstacle avoidance, okay? Um, adding those sensors on there. I think that, that that's, a, that's an important thing. Um, you, mean, you mean just like the Mavic 2 series? Just like the Mavic 2 okay. series. Um, I think we're going to definitely see new motors and new ESCs. They're going to be quiet. It's going to be quieter. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a given. That's an absolute must on that drone. Um, you know, I think we're definitely going to see improved camera angle. I know because, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you would do the sport mode in the Mavic Air, it would kind of, it would, it would start to almost have a downward pitch to it when it, when it would do that. And a lot of times when you were shooting and, you know, and a lot of people say, you know, well, why, why are you filming video when you're in sport mode? I said, why not? You know, that's what, a, you know, my drone, you know, when I get a drone up in the air, I want to be able to record video no matter what mode I'm in. Okay. And, you know, it would have a tendency to do that. And I would say they're going to be working on, on trying to get that leveled out, especially in sport mode when, when you're doing something like that. Um, we're also going to see, I think, definitely a better battery life. Now, as far as, you know, the connectivity, you know, a lot of people, I've gotten a lot of questions already about this, and I wanted to get your guys' input. Um, you know, they're asking me if OcuSync 2.0 or a form of OcuSync is going to be on there. Um, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on that, and then then I'll give you my opinion. Well, that'd be awesome, Bill, uh, if, if, if they did. But, but I will also say that if they can get Wi-Fi as good as what we've seen on the Mavic Mini, I, I think that would be sufficient. Mainly, what I would want to see is, just like you described, better battery life, so you get a little bit longer flight time, uh, quieter, or, or just even change the tone, but hopefully quieter. And you know that they'll, they'll be able to do that. Uh, and, uh, you know, 4k 60, it'd be, it would be nice to have, uh, 360 obstacle avoidance. 
would be nice to have, uh, but I, I don't know that that is an absolute must. Uh, I, I would say that the biggest thing, and, and one of the commenters, uh, Scott Nadu was asking about price. I don't know what, what that's going to be, but I think price is important. It's going to need to hit that, I'm going to say under a thousand bucks, between eight and 900 bucks, and it will be a home run. If they if they kick it up into the over a thousand, it's going to be a tougher sell. I agree. Uh, Go on. Mar Marcus makes a great point. Um, it, if if they add OcuSig two to this drone and they bump the price up to eleven ninety nine, twelve ninety nine, um, and it, and it pushes close to the price of the Mavic two series and the Mavic three series, they'll be coming later on. Um, that that's probably not a good. Uh, uh, it's probably not got a good selling uh, strategy for him. So um, uh, back to Bill's original question, um, I think the biggest knock on the Mavic Air when it came out, of course, the the quietness of the motors and props, and that'll be the easiest thing for them to fix. That, that'll be a guaranteed fix. That, that's an easy one. And, and probably the, the other two things were the, uh, you know, the battery life and the, uh, and the range. But people have to remember, um, any drone that's considered a Wi-Fi drone without a special um, transmission system like a OcuSync 2 or what, what are the, a Relight Bridge or whatever, you're not going to you're not going to get that, you know, five six miles or whatever. And if and I I don't think DJI wants to put it in this drone. If people that need that six miles of range, they want those people buying the Mavic Pro series of drones. Oh. They don't want them buying the, um, well, well, we'll say tiers. We have, we have tiers now. The Mavic Mini's tier one, or, or if you want to do it backwards or whatever, tier three. Ma you know, the Mavic uh, Air is going to be, you know, tier two. And then, um, you know, the Pro Series will be tier three in the Mavic line. And they don't need the, the middle one having one of the keynote features of the top of the level, the, the Mavic Pro Series. So um, I, I'm going to say it doesn't just because, again, of the uh, uh, it's going to make the thing cost too much and it's going to intrude on the higher series. Now, I, I, I totally agree that the camera, uh, I mean, it's already good cameras. They don't have to do much improvement. Like Bill said, put the better processor and it already has 4K60. So you don't have to do a lot to make it um, the best camera in its kind of price range. And, and, you know, good enough that, you know, anybody that's not a professional, that the camera will be fine for them. So, but the battery life, and you know what? We talk about battery, but that's not that easy to improve. I bet you they don't get you more than five minutes extra. I bet you that's, that's the best, without changing the body, I bet you the best they could do is give you another five minutes of flight time. But, um, hey, but I think the key thing is we got to keep that price point right because there's there's people moving up from the bottom. We talked about the Xeno 2. There could be a Femi X8 two or whatever, and those those drones are ma are somewhat matching the features, and they're coming up from the bottoms. They they can't they can't move that top end price too much, in, in my opinion. I mean, I know there's DJI loyals they won't buy anything else, but it's a lot of people that are shopping by price for features or whatever. So um, that's my thoughts, Bill. What do you what do you, well, what are yours? Okay, well, a couple of great comments. Um, I know Dan Drone Worship. It can get hot if you start boosting the signal. Absolutely. You can burn out a Wi-Fi card in a heartbeat with 24 dB or better. And he's right on that. Um, and that goes in line with a comment that Cliff had. Uh, OcuSync will need a, a cooling fan too and a bigger battery. So, um, you know, plus 
um, you know, Marcus also brought up the point and good points, Dan, and good points, Cliff. Um, you know, the other part of this is too, is it's also going to cost more. And Marcus brought that up and Ron brought that up as well too. Um, you know, they want to keep this. And I think this is paramount. Of course, we have absolutely no idea on pricing on this drone and what final specs are going to be. But if they want this drone to do well and to sell well, this has to be $999 or less. I mean, I, I, and I'm talking about with including a fly more kind of a kit because in order to appeal to people and, and like Ron said too, is, you know, if you're looking to get, if you want more than three or four miles in range um, and, and everything, you need to step it up a tier. You need to step it up to the Mavic pro type of ser a series to expect to get something like that, or even more, um, they still have the Phantom 4 Pro V 2.0 kind of kind of series. So I think that that I think that's where we're at. What we're hearing now is April or May, kind of a time frame for this. So stay tuned. Um, you know, we get any more updates on this, I will definitely pass them on to you. All right. Before, before you move on, let, yes, me, sir. Ask, let me ask the key question. So say, say this Mavic Air comes out and it has the specs that we just talked about. It, it checks off all the boxes. Would either you or Marcus be hitting the buy button on this? Possibly. Marcus. Possibly. I would. Yeah. I would say if it's under a thousand, yes. Yeah, that's that. You know what? I I, I would say that too, uh, Bill. You know, because you know, and, and here's the thing, and, and, and this, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up, Ron, because I know Marcus is saying, you know, he's going to kind of wait on drones that are over a thousand dollars. You know, making a decision with, you know, with the FAA um, remote ID proposal which is a good point. If this is under that thousand dollar threshold to me, that signifies, yes, I will definitely, that, that's something that, that I'll, I'll definitely set aside for money for this because, you know, it'll be a step up. It'll definitely be a step up from a Mavic mini, but it won't quite be where the Mavic pro series is. So, um, so, okay. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm with her real fast. I, I, I won't be a customer for this because um, you know, uh, the having the mini and having the Mavic two pro, I don't need something in between. Uh, right. I, I really point. don't. If I, if, if I really want to get the best photo and video quality, can the Mavic two's going with me. If I'm just casually flying, the Mavic mini's going with me. I, I don't really need something that's kind of in between. Um, just my thoughts. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. Cut your, no, 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 no. Um, we're going to, we're going to segue to the drone that everybody wants to know more about <laughs> is the Mavic 3. Ooh. Now, originally, and, you know, I'll, I'll kind of, you know, I'll kind of go back to maybe a little bit of history here. Um, you know, it was originally scheduled to be at the end of January, right? And a couple of things have changed and pushed back that date to summertime, okay? And we'll go over the first thing. Now, the first thing is Skydio 2. And DJ and I saw Skydio 2 come out and, and they said, time out here. Um, you know, we need to beef up the obstacle avoidance on the Mavic series here. So that's one of the things that, that, that they took notice of. But something they took even more notice of, and it sent a lot of shockwaves through their headquarters in Shenzhen, is the Evo 2, all right? Um, with the 8K and the 6K with a one-inch sensor, um, the thermal, not so much, but those other two, yeah. And they are in a very affordable type of a price range for consumers at $14.99 and $17.99. So, you know, it really kind of had a lot of reverberations. And DJI says, you know, we need to take a step back here 
we need to take a look at, at this. And, you know, one of the things that right out of the gate that impressed me with the Mavic 2 Pro was the quality of that camera. And Ron and uh, Ron saw it firsthand before he had his when we were at the at North Reddington Beach. I mean, that low light processing from that camera was just it was jaw dropping. I mean, you know, Ron, we got to see it in the viewfinder and looking at it because Ron compared his Mavic original Mavic Pro with that. And he was like, wow. OK, it, it seemed like you were capturing twice as much light as I was as the sun was setting. It was amazing, Ron. It, it really was. And then when I got it home and I downloaded it off the SD card, I'm like, holy cow. You know, the, the light was just it was just insane. It was just so awesome. It really was. I can't I, I can't describe it. I mean, we were on that beach until it was almost dark. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were we pushed the outer edge of the envelope as far as FAA rules are concerned. But, you know, we were still we were still legal where, when we were flying. But 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 the, the the amount of light that that sensor lets in and the Mavic 2 Pro was off the charts here. So, you know, one of the things that I can say is this. All right. We're definitely going to see with a Mavic 3. Um, in a, and I want to get your your guys' thoughts on this, too. Um, in fact, you know what? Let's go. Let's go to you guys first and get your thoughts on what you think you're going to see on the Mavic 3. Well, do you want me to start, Ron? You go right ahead, Marcus. Uh, so, so the Mavic Three, uh, just as you alluded to, Bill, it absolutely has to have uh, a better uh, obstacle avoidance because of drones now, like the uh, uh, the uh, Skydio that just came out. There's kind of an emphasis on that, but I also say that. Uh, they, with, with that, if you looked at Billy's last video, Billy Kyle's last video, where he compared uh, the some following functions in his car with the Mavic 2 and with the Skydio, he was able to get further away with the Mavic 2 and get the bigger picture. And it followed his car down the road just as, just as well as the uh, Skydio did. Now, he had it up higher where it didn't, have to do all the obstacle avoidance. But his point was this, it got a more cinematic view of things than the Skydio did. Uh, so that is probably something that DJI could exploit with the Mavic 3. If they could improve it where it had uh, some better uh, AI that could uh, do some of that, uh, you know, where, where it could maybe do what both the Skydio and the Mavic 2 did, do it very reliably. One of the other things that Billy pointed out is that the, the Mavic 2, uh, it only does obstacle avoidance in follow me mode at low speed. When you put it into high speed mode, it negates the obstacle avoidance. Uh, so I'm, I'm willing to bet that, that DJI is going to focus on improving that AI and, and improving that. That's going to be a big thing. And of course, you, I'll, I'll leave the cameras to you guys. You guys know way more about that stuff than I do. But, you know, no doubt if you have a competitor like Autel that's putting out an 8K camera, I would think that DJI will feel compelled uh, to do something like that. Of course, they've got that Hasselblad name, which is uh, which is awesome too. Uh, so, and, and, you know, will you see things like greater flight time, uh, greater range? They always tend to push that envelope a little bit, but... Uh, that's just my guess right off the top. The, the other thing, 
that you always have to understand about DJI is they will put a feature in there that we haven't even imagined yet. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and then and and when you see it, you will have to have it. That's what DJI does, and they will also perhaps future-proof it with regard to FAA rigs. That would be interesting. Just that—that's uh, that's kind of my two bits, Ron. What do you got? Well, before I get into my, uh, you know, my wild predictions here, uh, I want to refer back to Billy's video when he's following the car. Remember when I followed the Jeep on the beach? I don't know what I did there from Billy, and I didn't do anything but tap the button. Well, when 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 your car comes on your screen, you tap the icon of the car. It's a person. It's a plus symbol, and a car. It's a, a symbol of car. I didn't do anything but tap that car when it, when it drove into my screen, and it followed that height. I didn't adjust that height, and it didn't follow nearly as low as it did Billy's car. Now maybe it made a difference if Billy was driving his car, and I wasn't. But, That's a uh, good point. I didn't think of that, Ron. You you nailed it. I'm not I mean, sure. My foul on that Jeep looked, uh, you know, I mean, it was a herky-jerky. It followed it. Uh, I, I, I hate to use the word cinematic, but it, it followed it smoothly enough. I mean, I didn't see any jerks until I, until I stopped at the end because it went followed over the real road. So, Ron, you know what I'm thinking? If you're thinking what I'm thinking, we're going to have to do some experimenting. <laughs> we are. We are. I mean, I again, I that was, you know, I, with our own cars because maybe – Maybe it's a difference. But anyhow, if nobody's nobody see my video, they don't want to talk about it. So let me jump into what Bill asked. Um, you know, Marcus covered a lot of good points. And I'll jump, since he didn't talk about the camera much, I'll jump right to that. Um, you know, uh, we he mentioned we have the Hasselblad, but the big complaint, the biggest complaint about the Mavic uh, 2 Pro, uh, probably one of the top two complaints, it didn't have 4K 60. So this one has to have the, the 4K 60. And the, and the second biggest thing was that... Um, you know, the Hasselblad, the one sensor, it, it, it took kind of full resolution and it had the 10-bit color and the added pictures, everything worked perfectly. But when you went to the video side, you didn't get the um, the same uh, video quality out of, um, you know, the one sensors you did on the Phantom 4, uh, yeah, the Phantom 4 V2.0. I think every Phantom Pro, I don't think it just has to be the V2. So they'll probably fix that too to make the, the video um a little bit better off that Hasselblad wanted sensor but the, I mean the, they nailed the pictures so um that'll be a, a few camera improvements and um you know like Marcus said well incremental improvements it'll have five minutes more battery life it'll go a, a little bit further now let's just run the scorecard the Evo has better battery life I think 40 minutes versus the lower 30s they'll probably even that up I think the Mavic 2 Two's range is still further than the the brand new Evo, so they still got them in that. So they they may improve that, but they don't have to improve it a lot because they're already ahead. Even they're already future proof themselves a year and a half ago on, on the uh, Evo too. So, um, but like Marcus said, there's probably a um, a feature that you know they're going to drop that nobody else has. Whether it's a mechanical feature or whether it's a software feature, you know, I, I can't really guess on that, but. Um, you know, I, I will be, you know, again, I, like I said, they're probably going to have to do more than incremental changes because they want to future-proof themselves. Uh, you know, I'm real, well, the, the Mavic 2 Pro is so good to me now that I don't think I need another Mavic. I don't think I need a Mavic 3. I don't know what it can do that mine isn't doing for me now except small little incremental things. But uh, uh, keep this quiet here. Um, Bill, 
Bill, can you tell us a little bit about that uh, Mavic 3 beta you have behind you? I know you're under NDA, but uh, can you just tell us one or two things? Uh, I, it's, out, it's out of sight. Okay, we're, we're good. We're good. It, it's, it's definitely out of sight here. Um, you know, some of the things, and, and great points, both Marcus and Ron, fantastic. Um, one of the things that I think, and this is something, you know, some people have mentioned, but not a lot here, um, I think, and I think this is going to be real important. Um, I think we're going to see it's going to, it may be IP44 rated uh, waterproofing. Um, And and I think this is something that's been talked about for quite a long time in, in, in this series, you know, and I know there's a lot of people that take them up when, you know, in inclement weather, especially if it's snowing outside. And one of the things I always caution people is remember when it's snowing outside and you bring that inside after coming outside, that's water and that could get into places. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would I would say we will probably see. Uh, my guess is some type of waterproofing on on the Mavic Three series. The other thing I think we're going to have an have an option here is you know the the follow me function is going to really rival what you see um, with Skydio. I think it's I think they're really going to work on that. I think that's something that they took to heart because they delayed the release initially because of that, because of what Skydio 2 had come out with, um, you know, and I also think too, what you're going to see is, you know, and I know, I don't know if it was Ron or Marcus mentioned, uh, you know, Billy had talked about, you know, getting all the obstacle sensors on or only in certain modes. I think we're going to see more availability to turn all of those obstacle sensors on, say if we're like flying, um, you know, maybe in, in, in different modes. Uh, I think there'll be options to be able to do that because I think, you know, if you buy a drone with 360 degree obstacle avoidance and it's only available in certain modes, okay, that kind of defeats the purpose of it. All right. Hey, I hey, think... Bill, can I insert on that point? Go for, for it. Minute? Go for it. Well, just I wanted to get it while you're while you were talking about it, and and that is, we all know that there's times that we want to get really close to something and we don't want that obstacle avoidance. Uh, and 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 one of the thing that I did is on the bo- on the bottom of the remote where. You have the buttons you can program. I programmed one of those to turn off obstacle avoidance on my Mavic 2, just in those instances when you're trying to sneak up on something. Okay. You know, and obviously you're really flying the the drone at that point and and being being very careful. Right. Just a point to make. No, that no, that's it. That is that is an excellent point there. Um, and I think one of the things that we're going to see, obviously, we're going to see a um and i'll call it a quantum leap so to speak is in the camera all right um you know and cliff brought up a good point by the way he said that's not a not a true 6k camera that the evo is going to have the evo 2 said it's it's a 5.4 he said it's it's not and um cliff pointed that out in the discussion so if you guys want to take a look uh and cliff thank you so much you have incredible knowledge and we're going to get you on as a guest again because your knowledge, you know, I could we could probably talk to you for three or four hours. The knowledge that you pass on to us is just off the charts. Anyway, um, getting back to that, the camera. Okay, now you know one of the things that everybody talked about was oh, 4K, um, 60 frames per second. All right, you know what's on. You know, I, I have that on the on the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0. You know, I think we're definitely going to see that. I think we're definitely, you know, we may see an increment up to maybe like a 6K or an 8K options available to do that um, with one inch sensors. But I would say this, expect to pay a premium type of price. 
And I'm going to say it's going to be more than the Evo 2 type of price to get to get that kind of processing. And I know we covered, you know, in detail and I've done some videos and we've talked about it here at length, Ron and Marcus and I, about the, you know, constraints of shooting in 6K and shooting in 8K and watching it and, and, and everything. So, you know, you know, a, a lot of that, you know, we're not we're not going to go there right now. But I'm going to say you're going to see a definite improvement as far as the camera is concerned, because, well, what would it be, you know, without them, you know, initially, you're definitely going to see 4K 60 frames per second. Um, I would say you're definitely going to see a, you know, probably another option for maybe a 6K with a one inch and maybe an 8K with a one inch. Okay, that that would just blow everybody out of the water if they would do something like that. Now, one of the other things, you know, and, and just just some basic things. I think runtime is going to be improved. I think we're going to we're going to we're going to see going to see um, better runtime as far as that's concerned. Um, I think one of the other things that we're also going to see too is, you know, we're, we're talking about you know a surprise, something that and Marcus put it so well. Some DJI thinks ahead of you. You know, it's something that that you wouldn't even think of to want and they get you to want it, okay? It is something that they do really well. And who knows what that's gonna be? But I think they always do very well at being able to give us something that when it comes out, we want it, okay? Because after after we saw it, it's just like, you know, you gotta have it. It's like like one of those things. What's that gonna be? I don't know, okay? I, I don't have, it, have an answer for that. But I think they're working furiously on this right now. Um, and And I think, you know, the more patience that we have with getting a Mavic 3 out to market, I think the better that drone is going to be. And I think DJI has definitely learned its lesson as far as releasing drones. And I'll go back to when the original Mavic Pro was released. Um, if you remember in October 2016, that was a big pain point for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't get theirs until December or January. I ended up ordering mine in January and I got it the next day because they were in stock, believe it or not. And, you know, when the Mavic 2 release came, came out, um, you know, because I know Marcus ordered his, got his right away. I ordered mine, got mine in six or seven days. I mean, there was no delays. You know, one thing that they did, however, is, you know, they learned from that. They put more, they acquired more distribution centers on the East Coast, Southeast, Midwest, not just in California. So they're able to get product quicker in the hands of consumers as far as that's concerned. Um, uh, you know, Bill, can I, can I ask you a question at this yes, point? Yes, you can. This is, this is, this would be called the ask, ask, the ask Bill Porsche show. And it's going to, I'm going to give you a two part question. You can uh, answer with either one you want first. Okay. okay. Um, do you think that DGI will follow the same path as um, all talented and have removable, cameras on the Mavic 3 and the second part of the question is if if the if none of the new Mavic 3s have a zoom camera will they um will they keep the Mavic 2 zoom in the line a, as it is for somebody that wants to zoom I mean they'll discontinue the, the the 2 Pro when they come out with a 1 and 3 but will they keep that Mavic 2 zoom in the line if they don't if they don't you know make a, a 3 zoom Good questions, Ron. First of all, yes, they are definitely going to have interchangeable cameras. I mean, um, you know, the the Evo 2 by itself, that that what you see right there, for the three models, it's not going to change. The physical body itself, the battery, the propellers, ESCs, components, everything's going to be the same. And uh, DJI is going to follow suit. They're going to 
do the same thing. It's going to be user serviceable, meaning just like just like as Rick Smith did on his video, blindfolded, change the camera out. I mean, it's going to be very simple to do that in a very easy process. Pricing of those cameras, that's a whole nother story as far as that's concerned. Um, and that's a good question about the Zoom, Ron. Um, you know, and I think just to just to digress just for a second, the whole reason that the Zoom camera came into existence was because of uh, a drone that you and Marcus have, the Anafi, okay? Uh, DJI saw it, had, had a Zoom camera out there, and they were ready to go. And because the original release was the middle of July in 2018. In fact, it was right around my birthday. And then they postponed it till the end of August. And the reason it was postponed was because of the, because of the um, Anafi coming out. And they wanted to get a Zoom camera. And their answer was the Mavic 2 Zoom, all right? What are they going to have a Ron? I think they're going to have a camera module out there for that. I think, you know, when the Mavic 2 line is done, it's done. Um, you know, it'll still sell. People will still buy them right now. There's still, there's still a sale going on through the 31st and there's some great prices out there right now. So if you're interested, definitely go out there and take a look. But I think when we see the Mavic 3, um, you know, we'll probably see, it'll probably call it a Mavic 3 Pro and with the, camera module options. And I think the zoom will be a camera module option. I think that's definitely something right. that we will see Good. as far, as, far really as that's concerned. Yeah. And, and just to finish up a little bit, we're talking about these removable cameras and, and maybe explain why that's a good thing for the consumer. You know, like if you, if you start off with just a consumer and at some point you decide to get your part one or seven and fly commercially that then you don't have to go out and get a whole nother drone that has the heat sensing flare type camera you could just upgrade what you already have and that would be a big boom to consumers who are going from at hobby to to probe would you agree bill oh absolutely absolutely Rather than go out and get a whole new drone system when you don't need a new drone you just need the drone you have to have the camera on you're already familiar with flying your current drone hey bill and ron uh just to touch on something that you talked about a, a few minutes ago, uh, Bill, with regard uh, to still, the, 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 obviously the Mavic 2 is still an amazing drone. And if you want to buy a drone, you can get a great buy on one. And, and trust me, it takes amazing video. Uh, uh, Ken Heron just did a video, maybe it was today or yesterday, where he compared some video that he took with his Phantom 2 and then his Phantom 4 V2.0. And yes, you could tell a difference, but was the difference so huge that it, that it blew your mind? You know, not so much. And that was the point that he was making is, you know, get the drone that you can afford now. You're still going to really enjoy the video that it produces. Absolutely. Right. I mean, that was an important thing, you know, even for an older drone, that it was stable. You know, right. and and that too. He had the one with you know the, the three axis gimbal and it was stable. A drone from three four years ago with stabilized video still was good video. It's just that the older drones before they put in stabilization, they're the ones you don't want to go back and look at anymore. Right. Just to kind of close things up here, um, you know, there's a lot there were a lot of great comments in there tonight. So um, suggest you guys kind of go through the chat again. I know there's. You know, Cliff brought up a lot of things, and Cliff, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna email you, and we're gonna get you on soon. Okay, I definitely want to do that. All right, what else are we gonna see 
in 2020 from DJI. All right. You know, one of the things, and this hasn't been talked about a lot, but you know, it's been, it's been very much rumored. Um, the Inspire 2 series is, um, I'm going to say at least three years old, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, it's in sore need of an update, you know, and a lot of people have talked about that. I would say this, don't be surprised. We would see towards the latter part of the year, a new Inspire and Inspire 3 series come out. Um, you know, that's a drone that's definitely for professionals. That's a drone. Um, definitely, you know, you, you definitely need, you know, if you're going to look, look to equip yourself with that kind of a drone, you're probably going to spend upwards of about $10,000 by the time you get batteries, uh, different camera options, a case that's as big as probably uh, some of your cars to fit it in. It's definitely something I think is that's going to be on DJI's radar this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that need to be improved. With that, Bill, one of the things, you, can I can I stop you just for a second? Go for it. Um, you know, can, can you explain to I mean, just briefly to the you know the viewers and me, um, the the you know I, I you know we got uh, DJI's two enterprise level drones, the Matrice series and the Inspire series. You mentioned who? What's the difference? Who is the Matrice for, and who is the Inspire for? Do you, I would you, say, as far as the Matrice series is concerned, Ron, you're going to see you're going to see. Um, I would say the Matrice series is for first responders, um, you know, firefighters, industrial type of applications. I think that, that, that is going to fit itself very well. Um, it's been shown to be extremely useful uh, in search and rescue and looking for lost and found people with that thermal camera. Uh, the thermal camera that's on there right, that they're coming out with is, is a step above what they have out there now. And what they have out there now is fantastic. What you're going to see the Inspire 2 or the Inspire 3 series that's going to be for professional, professional filmmakers. All right. Um, you know, it's, it's a, the Inspire 2 is a very fast drone. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very agile. But one of the things that I found out, and this was real interesting, and I'm going to go back to um, Billy and Ken did an unboxing of the, of the, of the Billy's Inspire 2. It was real interesting. Um, you know, one of the things that I found out and I didn't know uh, until, until Billy talked about it was, um, you know, updating the firmware on the Inspire 2, it's kind of, you know, I don't want to call it like the original Xeno, but it's just, it's more than just, you know, you know, you're updating the controller and updating the, the, the drone itself. There are different firmware updates for different parts of the, of the Inspire 2. For example, you know, when you get an Inspire 2, you get not one, but two controllers, okay? Um, you know, the second controller is for someone to control the camera. So, you know, both of those are going to need to be updated. Um, there's updates for the battery. There's updates for, um, you know, you know I, I'm not I'm not 100% familiar, but remember, you know, there's a landing gear system on the Inspire 2. Uh, you know, the, the battery system that's on there does have battery warmers on there. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot different than just what you see with your, you know, the drones that we're used to. So I would say the Inspire 3 is something that we're going to see towards the latter part of the year because it's been really talked about. And I think a lot of people, um, and probably at that point in time when they come out with it, you probably get a great deal on an Inspire 2. Um, one of the other things is that DJI, there, there's probably going to be, you're probably going to see some agricultural drones that come out. I know Marcus had talked about that earlier 
when he was with it at CES. Um, you know, that's done very well for DJI. And uh, the programming capabilities of some of these agricultural drones are off the charts. And being able to do things that even crop dusters couldn't be able to do, and it's all going to be done autonomously, um, you know, and, and be able to program it with, a, with artificial intelligence. It's just, it's just off the charts as far as that's concerned. Now, they also talked about, and this was something, um, a drone that is on the drawing board right now. Whether or not we see it in 2020 or 2021, that remains to be seen. But there is, there is talk that DJI is coming up with something new in the consumer space. What it is, there's, there's been absolutely no discussion. That is, just, that is about all that I know, that they're working on something. There's something on the drawing board. Where they're, where they're trying to fit something, I have absolutely no idea. You know? And I know people are going to say, they're going to say the Phantom 5. And I said, you know, I say the Phantom 5 line is, you know, the Phantom 5 is, is, was, was, was something that, that was once a thought, but it's not a thought anymore. I think when the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0, when it reaches its end of sales life, I think that's it as far as the Phantom series is concerned. But our good friend Rick Smith said the opposite. He sees a Phantom 5 coming out sometimes. So who knows as far as that's concerned. Um, gentlemen, your thoughts on, on like an Inspire 3 and some of the other things that DJI might come out with? Well, you know, the first thing I thought of, Bill, when you started talking about the Inspire, uh, it made me remember... Uh, what, what Billy was telling me that that Inspire would fly at about 60 miles an hour. Let me tell you, if they would come up with a Mavic that would fly that fast, I love speed on a drone. And when you're kind of in some of the wide open areas that I'm at, having a drone that could fly at those kind of speeds would, would be awesome. So I just thought that I would throw that out there as another point uh, for, for what, you know, for a future uh, future Mavic, uh, Marcus, but, I got a I got a name for that drone, the Mavic Three Pro S, and the S stands for speed. Boom! There you go, there you go. Yeah, I cut you off. You were you were moving on something else. Well, just that that uh, is exciting about the Inspire Three because I know uh, it's not it's nothing that would ever that I would ever deal with, uh, but. For, for guys like Billy Kyle and for uh, uh, Ken Dono that do that kind of work, I'm sure that that would be, uh, that'd be a big deal to them. So, I mean, DJI, you know, they cover the spectrum from top to bottom. I mean, if you look at that little Tello, the Tello is the best of those little fly inside your house drones, right? And, right. and all the way up their line, they make the best one of, of whatever that is. As far as a new product, Bill, if you were going to tell me that they're working on something new, I would be willing to guess. Of course, it's going to be uh, camera related somehow would be my guess. Uh, uh, 360 is getting so popular. Uh, and then and then action cams, obviously, now with uh, 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 help me with the name, Ron, three, one. Gaudio? Uh, no, oh, they, the new 360. Yeah, 360R. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, I can't think of the name of the company, but the one with the new modular little action Insta, cam. Insta 360. Insta. The the yeah, company. Insta. Yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, no, no, there's no question that you know DJI won't be far behind in that technology. I mean, especially with their relationship with Hasselblad, uh, I could absolutely uh, see that they could 
build a one inch sensor uh, action camera that would probably be off the charts with uh, stabilization because now you camera guys help me the bigger the sensor the easier it is to get it to do electronic uh, stabilization right well yeah the, the more like the more k's it shoots in like say for instance you you could shoot in 4k and then you can the image stabilization could take it down at 1080p and it'll be real stable now if you had an 8k camera it could it could be it could stabilize it and down to 4k and it, and it would look real good and but it would be in a high resolution so you know being the more you know and that bigger sensor of course could get more 8k or whatever to you know to, to stabilize it down to 4k well well my, my point is that i don't own one but everything i've seen with the osmo action is awesome uh and and they are not going to let uh, uh companies uh, that uh, insta360 or even GoPro for that matter, uh, get ahead of them in that regard. So I'm quite sure we'll see something new on that front. Yeah, yeah. Good thoughts, Marcus. Well, here's here's one of the things, that I, and this is what I kind of want to wrap this segment up and then we'll get a closing thoughts here. Um, you know, I was very intrigued. You know, I was I was in the chat last night and um, I love Brian Singleton. He, he's one of my favorite people. <laughs> he's just, he's as honest as the day is long and he will tell you, exactly what you don't want to hear sometimes but he will he will he he is that's why what makes him one of my favorite people plus he's from pittsburgh that definitely that, that's one of them and also too my buddy josh from pittsburgh okay we gotta you know i gotta get these pittsburgh guys mentioned the pittsburgh here. connection that's right that pittsburgh connects three rivers the three the three guys here you know hopefully you know the three of us will definitely get together in pittsburgh sometime because i want to i want to do do some do some video with those guys anyway um I think, and, and what reminded me of this was Brian's um, uh, uh, 360 on top on top of his Mavic uh, Mini. Okay, and what you know, Marcus brought up a great point. Um, that 360 market is just exploding right now, and I see them coming up with a 360 camera, but also with an option. Okay, unlike what um, um, what's the company, um, the One R? Is that it? Insta or the, 360, yeah. Or, the, or Insta 360. The one R is that one in sensor camera. Yeah, yeah, that one, you know, the, the one that that um, module that they had that would fit on top of the Mavic Pro and the Mavic 2. Well, the Mavic 2, you know, you know, it interferes with the GPS. I think what DJI is going to do is they're going to have an Insta 360 camera and they're going to have a module that will be able to put on top of, of your Mavic 3 series and not interfere with your GPS and be able to take that up and imagine what you can shoot with that. I mean, that, that, that would definitely just be incredibly off the charts. So well, that could be that new drone they're working on. It could just be a specialized drone just to just that has with, that in it with, with 360 in it. Yeah. That that's, that's, that's very, yeah, very, we got, we got, we got the name already. The, uh, the, the Mavic, uh, something, something 360, uh, drone. That's right. That's right. Ron, Ron, Ron is head, head of head of marketing for DJI. Don't let him kid you. Okay. Yeah, we should start our own drone company up with these ideas. Hey, before we get out the door here, uh, you know, you talked about being a dry year and the drones for DJI. And, you know, I was thinking back the other day, and I'll make this fast. It may have been a somewhat dry year for DJI with the drones, but think of all the great products DJI released last year, Bill. The smart controller came out in the beginning of the year, right? Mm -hmm. In the spring, 
the Osmo mm-hmm. Action came out, and these mm-hmm. are all the you know the the, the 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 smart control is the best controller in the business probably. The um the Osmo Action came out, and it probably leapfrogged um you know uh, GoPro for six months till they 